Welcome to Technado. Welcome to another episode of Technado. I'm your host, Sophie Goodwin, here with the Bobsy Twins. Uh, That's we've right. Got, we've got somebody filling in for Dawn today. It's going to be a good episode. We're going to talk about Microsoft Build and, of course, get into some security news as well, as we always do. Like I said, uh, filling in for Dawn because he's out this week is Mr. Wes Bryan. How are you, Wes? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Can I come in here and talk a little bit about yeah. technology, if I can pronounce technology? You yeah. Know, we'll see. Mm. That's Speaking the, is a hard thing sometimes. That's the prerequisite. <laughs> you just have to be able to say technology. And that's you're, right. You're solid. You're good. All right. And, of course, we have Daniel, who we found on the street this morning. Hi, Daniel. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You sound a little bit like a cat there. That was fun. So, yeah, D Daniel's trying to set a new record for talking as little as possible this episode. So we'll see if he can do it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's just going to be the best Maybe episode. Maybe we can get him to do, like, interpretive dance by the yeah. end. Yeah. Make up some sign language. I didn't bring my leotard. Oh, man. <laughs> and, the, and the ribbons and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I would say the viewers probably thank you. Had I known. <laughs> The listeners, on the other hand, <laughs> my disappointment <laughs> is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. Hey. Yeah. So, so like I said, we are going to talk a little bit about uh, some stuff that happened at Microsoft Build. Uh, it can be a little bit of a different format this week. That is going to be the first half of our show. We will be talking uh, about some articles that go over some of the things that were announced. So, this first article uh, talks about Windows 11 getting a cloud-powered backup. Uh, it comes from Windows Central. Windows 11 is finally getting a cloud-powered backup and restore feature. And from what I understand here, this means that like if I go get a new PC, because this is my old one, and maybe it's time to put it out to pasture, I can restore all the apps from my old PC instead of having to like reinstall each of them manually? Is that, yeah. is that what that That's means? what it sounds like. Sounds like you got OneDrive. Okay. That would be my really, thought. This is a, they're repackaging something that you can already do. <laughs> it, it really it kind of is, but it's, it's the way they're handling it, you know. It's more of the Microsoft Store and apps that are centered, you know, centered around Microsoft Store and some some limited settings, right? We don't we don't have a fully baked, you know, restore all of our settings, back up all of our settings, but you can definitely back up the Microsoft apps. And some things that have been kind of limiting when they backed up the apps is the ability that I have more than one device. Well, what if I uh, log into a new device for the first time? Are those apps there? And if they're not there, you know, if anybody's ever had to reprovision a device, I have to download my device or my applications. I got to set up my settings, maybe set my background again. And this way, instead, you log into that device for the new the, the first time, you can actually restore everything back down from the cloud. It's a little bit different than OneDrive in the fact that it's just not files, hmm. uh, which is really what uh, files and settings. What we would prefer. Right. <laughs> what, what we actually need. Now we yeah. have the Microsoft apps that we can you know we can reinstall and reprovision almost click button like and it's only microsoft apps right it's only microsoft apps. Oh, that's okay. useful yes i, I exactly. know I use a lot of those yeah. for the 10 people that are yeah. using them you know yeah. it's going to be very very productive. this is a game changer for them oh man Let next to my zune that's going to affect <laughs> it's going to affect like you know tens of people yeah i know so is this <laughs> is this a security issue at all daniel like do, do you trust microsoft to store your backups that way uh yeah yeah. Um, it was, so it's it's not backup though. They're not like taking backups of your files, like Wes said. They're they're just saying, hey, we noticed that you had X, Y, and Z Microsoft apps that you installed from the Microsoft Store or O365 or whatever. You had those things installed before. You probably would want that back. You're just migrating from one PC to the other. Somebody just hit the easy button for you when you log in. There's all your stuff. When I say all your stuff, I mean the apps you would use to access all your stuff, your stuff stuff is not there. If if you want that, you're going to need to bring that. You know, it's, it's BYO and stuff. <laughs> right? And then, yes, 
we are good. So they're not not backing up your data. They're just backing up your apps, maybe even the settings. Does it go as far as the settings? It's, it looks like the the Windows setup experience or the, the user yeah. experience for those applications. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, okay, cool. That does make it a little bit easier to migrate from one computer to another. But ultimately, I mean, I would love to have like a full-on just... I mean, we we store everything in the cloud now, anyway. Well, think about the way you do Carbonite, right? Right, you you like on your phone, right? Yeah, yeah that would take everything, right? right. Applications and <clears throat> everything, almost like an image. Yeah, yeah. So. I actually used to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I would just take an image of the device, and then, you know, replace it or get a new one or whatever, and then roll that into like a virtual machine or whatever, and then it made it easier for migrations. So mm-hmm. I, I would do that from time to time because I would stay within the same. Thing. I would just rebuy the same laptop because you know you beat them or whatever, and they get broken. Mm-hmm. Oh always, yeah, I was poor, so I just <laughs> like, hey, you got a stack of those Dell, you know, sixty five hundreds. Cool, let me get another one. <laughs> oh yeah, like you said, this sounds pretty similar to OneDrive. So I wonder, is there like a specific use case for for this feature that they've announced? Which it sounds like they announced it at the last build last year. So if you look, a lot of people have today, they have Office 365. And yes, we can go up to, you know, Office 365 and we can download it. But you can also get those in the App Store uh, today. You know, you can get Teams. You can get a lot of the Office mm-hmm. suite right out of the App Store. So from that aspect, you know, end users, not not power users. I, I th- they probably find it kind of annoying. Uh, I think power users would find most of things they can't control annoying uh, but um hence the I, windows operating system. Yeah. <laughs> i think my po- you know my point in that is that, that uh, from an enterprise standpoint you know if you've got 100 new employees and they've already had settings before and you need to roll out new surface tablets if you need to roll out windows 10 or 11 enterprise right you can you can get those apps deployed very quickly and if somebody turns around and logs from a workstation to their tablet they can get that So don't they do that, though, with like um, it's like virtual desktops? Like, can't you uh, if I'm remembering? So right as I got out of being a Windows admin, Mm -hmm. we were rolling out basically dumb terminals. Mm -hmm. Right. And then because, you know, you got people get virus outbreaks or whatever, X, Y, Z. Or the the machine just goes crazy. Right. Mm -hmm. This happens. Right. Things break and the machine stops working instead of having we were like, what if we get away from having an image mm-hmm. with line of business applications, which this would not have, right? That would be nice. We we set everything up with a virtual desktop experience. Mm-hmm. We give them all dumb terminals. They log in. If anything goes haywire, we go, cool, log out, log back in. Right, non-persistent desktop. You get a brand new desktop. All your data that's coming into it is stored on a file share. Mm-hmm. And it's just automatically hooking into that file share that you have access to through your permissions and it was like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. Sounds like that's a use case what they're using for cloud PC. Yeah. Right. Cloud PC is almost right. like the VDI basic infrastructure. But what if you have still have your company still has a physical device? So would that work? We did, but we wanted to get away from that. Oh, sure. We absolutely. were we were yeah. seeing was would this be a solution to get away from physical devices other than the dumb machine? Uh, you remember too, like back in the uh, the earlier days, uh, you know, when we all started doing this, uh, where they had things like AppV, right? The AppV was an application virtualization across platforms. Yeah, man, was yeah, it yeah, funky. Yeah. yeah, I remember There's that. Nothing yeah, fun about that. Yeah, oh, it was horrible. But yeah. we're seeing a lot of that, you know, that's kind of baked into the back end of the Azure cloud experience, and yeah. they're just trying to tie it in. All roads oh. lead to Rome, right? All roads lead to Azure and anything cloud. Man, I'm so glad I don't work in Windows stuff anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing you guys talk about stuff that happened before I was consciously aware. 
of it. Like, uh, it's yeah. like hearing it's like hearing a relative tell war stories. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. back in my days, yeah. you know, like we had wow. to go in the trench and fight with windows drivers. Plug and play. <laughs> oh, that's for you kids. You mean pl- <laughs> plug and pray? Pray. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're probably going to be experiencing a bit of that today, as far as just things that I, I'm going to be learning a lot today. I'm getting this feeling. Break um, out your walkers and insure. I'll be. Oh, I'll be taking notes yeah. on my. Uh, I need a tablet or something so yeah. that I look like a true a true Gen Z. So so this feature was announced last year at Build 2022, and this year at Build 2023 they were like, we're almost ready. So it's uh, on the horizon. Sounds I guess. like they're on the NASA release schedule. You know, ten okay. years ago we announced it. <laughs> ten, <laughs> ten years to implement it. We'll get ten around years to, to roll it, it out. <laughs> Yeah. How long does it take there. to build a spaceship? It <laughs> <laughs> could put a man on the moon. Yeah. So I mean, in ten years. Yeah. In ten years, <laughs> ten years from now, hopefully. So I guess we'll see when it actually is available. Um, you know, people will hopefully start testing it out, and we'll we'll see what this actually means and how how much this this really changes things. Kind of sounds like it's absolutely, and ultimately, it's going to be how much you know. This seems more like for a home user environment, right? Because they talk about the Microsoft three sixty five. Uh, store and when you think about it uh, from a organizational provisioning standard, that requires a Microsoft account. A Microsoft account is not. I, mean, I can't say absolutes. I'm sitting next to this gentleman here, <laughs> but you, you don't typically let people use an unmanaged Microsoft account in an enterprise environment, anyways, right? Because uh, I, I don't have any control over that. The limited control you have is you can apply a GPO that says either allow this or don't allow this. So I can't see somebody being able or allowed, and not saying that they wouldn't be, but unvetted applications being loaded back onto a new machine. And if they are going to be unvetted applications, it's probably not going to be an enterprise environment. That's just my first thought. Oh, you're talking about an actual normal enterprise environment because these people go, I a lot of times, so from experience, mm-hmm. worked in an enterprise environment, and the way it worked was that the employees actually purchased their own laptops mm-hmm. and we supported them right so it was a real fun like before byod was called byod it was really kind of that mm-hmm. so these uh, i work for an insurance company so the agents would buy their laptops from us right and then we would support those laptops because we have all the hardware we we know exactly the configuration and then they would call up and go i want to be the administrator of this machine and install whatever I want. And we go, that's not a good idea. And they go, but it's mine. Mm-hmm. I own it. You can't tell me no. And we would go, you are right. Right. And they were administrators and we would have to put out malware fires from time to time because it's they could install anything they wanted or that the, and not even malware. They would just install rando crap. Sure. And you'd be like, this thing runs like a dog. And you would look, and they would have 75 toolbars. Oh, man. You're Gotta like, jeez, ha- bro. How many how many copies of Ask Jeeves can you have oh, in one browser? <laughs> no, the, uh, what was the, the wallpapers? They loved wallpapers, desktop wallpapers. Jeez. Or the weather bug. Weather bug, man. I can't oh. tell you how many times I removed weather bug. God. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, your phone just told you what the weather was, you had to install an app on your laptop. No. Yeah, it's basically yeah. a virus. You know, people, you yeah. make a good point. People that believe that they own a device believe that yeah. they should have control and but you or know. the ceo goes i cut your check put right. it on right yeah you go yeah I hard to argue with that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> give me admin rights yeah 
Well, that's not the only thing they announced at Build 2023 this year. Uh, this next article comes to us from The Verge. Microsoft announces Windows Copilot, an AI personal assistant for Windows 11. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe I am wrong because mm. I don't use personal assistants a whole lot. The you know the AI stuff on on browsers and, and operating yeah. systems and things like that. I thought they already had Cortana. So what is the difference? Is Cortana gone? Did she, like did she die? Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is Wes. Nope, she's still there. So they, like, <laughs> she can be disabled. Are they tag teaming it now. Yeah, well, like I told you, we've got <laughs> we've got backup to the cloud or OneDrive. Now we've got Copilot or. Cortana 3.0? I don't know. I guess. Right, yeah. Cor- Cortana's so is still it, there. So Cortana, you said yeah. Cortana, if you got it, you, it cranks right up. Yeah. But Copilot is like, it is hooked into their AI. It is. is. Cortana's not like truly AI, right? Or is she? She's more like a, like a Siri. No. Yeah, kind of yeah. like Siri. Where, yeah. Okay. But so it is interesting, though, because when you look at this Copilot assistant, basically what they're doing is <laughs> what I say Microsoft does for a long time. They recoat an old technology with a new coat of paint, and they brand it something new. Well, this is a little bit different in the fact that what they're doing is a technology that they've already had in some of the different operate or applications, including built-in kind of baked into Edge as well, uh, of being able to integrate things like uh, ChatGPT and, uh, you know, or just open AI. Mm-hmm. And now what they're doing is they're saying, hey, let's integrate something that you've already been able to ask being in Edge about this or ask in the office apps about this, let's go ahead and let's put it into the Windows operating system, and it's going to be a separate UI, separate application altogether, standard okay. application. Yeah, I saw, I was looking at the, um, I had like a little video clip of them using it in the article, and it was, uh, you would pull out Copilot and maybe open a Word document that you'd been working on for a presentation or whatever and go, hey, Copilot, summarize this for me. Sure. Right? So... Uh, from what I was reading with the article, it wasn't like, it was like crazy, amazing power. Now that you have Copilot, it's just like, oh, I have another really good assistant. I don't have to go off into, you know, ChatGPT or whatever to make this kind of thing happen. I can just kind of keep that open over to the side. And when I need to utilize AI to summarize things or make lists for me or mm-hmm. whatever, it's there, it's waiting. You kind of fire it off and go, hey, you know, what's this thing called? Copilot, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Copilot, mm-hmm. do do X, Y, or Z for me, and it goes, oh, okay, and spits out the output. Mm-hmm. Am I off on this or no? Good no, article. I, I really don't. I really don't <laughs> think so. You know, and w- one of the things that I like you've kind of already said is that it can look in an article, it can return around, rewrite it, yeah, summarize it, give you the output back, find right? all the dangling participles. In <laughs> <laughs> you hear? I feel like we've we've done several articles over the past however many weeks about different. AI, like chatbots and things that are coming out, and AI mm-hmm. assistants and stuff that different people are releasing. So, you know. And you're sick of it. The peanut gallery here. Do <laughs> we think that this is something that's here to stay? Do you think people will actually use this a lot and this will be a really useful tool for people? Or do you think this is just kind of going to... I think AI is here to stay. I think Windows cha- or Microsoft changes products like football players change socks. Never. So we'll see. <laughs> They're lucky. Never. They're lucky socks. Flies are lucky. Flies are lucky. That's right. That's right. <laughs> But who knows? You know, I mean, look at Yammer. <laughs> what Yammer? Oh, yeah, that's right. So, Isn't you know, it just still around time. in a way? It is. It's yeah. built into the. It's built in somehow built into the Office suite. But the point being <laughs> is, is that it's it, again, it's another technology. It Hopefully. is Teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yammer became Teams. So. Yeah, just yeah. quietly underwent an identity yeah. change. Didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, I mean, I feel like every time there is a, a headline with 
something about AI or AI bot or AI assistant or whatever in it. It's like it's like, oh, people people get excited about it. It seems like now. Or we like to call those buzzwords. Yeah. Well, it seems like the joke that I know you've made. We've talked about, you know, like, oh, this I didn't I didn't plagiarize this. It was done, 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 da da done. Done. Yeah. Well, okay, so they're calling Copilot a personal assistant, but Cortana was called a personal productivity assistant. Oh, yeah. different. Oh, man. Different See, species. it's different. It's and, not and the same. As far as I've seen, there wasn't anything productive about her. <laughs> I mean, do you, Proactive. You're, you're a Windows user, right, mm-hmm. Wes? Do you yeah. use Cortana? Mm-mm. No, the first thing I do is disable it. Like, I, I, same, I, I, I have no Windows, use for I'm it. like, yes, I don't need this. No, I have no use for it. The only None. time I've ever used Cortana is on occasion I accidentally activate her, and then I just get irritated, and I'm like, shut up. I didn't, because I wasn't intending to use it. It just will. I would laugh if it was like, no, you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Cortana first came out, and we were at we were at something. I, maybe you were with me. I can't remember who was with me, and the it was the Microsoft evangelist. We asked it to uh, Cortana to ask if it was better than Siri, and it says. That's like comparing apples to oranges. I don't want to brag, but I'm. It, it, you know, what did it say? I think I'll end world hunger or something like that. So it, it wasn't me. I was. Uh, Cortana had some sass to her. Oh, yeah. oh I, I was with Mike Roger. That's who. That's who that's I was it. with. Yeah, yeah I, I seen that. I was like, yeah. They're like, yeah. We put this in there as a little Easter egg. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but I digress. Interesting. All right. Well, it's, you know, we'll we'll tune in next week when they announce another AI assistant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some other random name that starts with a C. Starts with a C. That's right. And it's, right. it's called Cordova. And Corky Romano. That's yes. the name of their next AI assistant. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next one they're going to come out with. So uh, this this next article, I just would like to preface this by saying I am 23 years old. Okay. <laughs> this article comes from TechCrunch. What Crunch. month were you born in? November. What's your mom's maiden name? Okay, well, you got me. I got you one. got me there. I got, got one out of her. Right. I, I know what year gonna, and month she was born in. Now, I thought you were going to split hairs for a oh, second man. and try to be like, well, technically, you're not 23. You're yeah. this many months. You see, that's called social engineering. No, so he <laughs> wasn't trying to split hairs. He tried to split you from your money. Yeah, I'm going to send you a link. Click on that, would you? <laughs> the, the reason I say that is because this article that comes from TechCrunch says, 28 years later, Windows finally supports RAR files. Is that how it's pronounced? RAR? Yeah. Rare. Yep. Okay. Rare and it starts with in it's 1999 and my friends and I blah blah blah. I was being born, so I don't. This is not. <laughs> Took her all year. This, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was a little slow on the uptake. Yeah. So it makes a lot of reference to like oh back in the 90s. I remember in 99 this was happening. So I kind of missed the boat on this one. Maybe one of you can speak to the importance or the relevance of of Windows supporting these files finally. Possibly, maybe. Anyone? Well, you don't have to go to a third party. Uh, I get, you know, uh, one of the things that, uh, well, you could talk from maybe a Linux perspective. I mean, this is this hasn't been a problem. Like these archived and compressed files, they they haven't been a problem for anything but Windows. Right. Right. Now, finally, I don't know why it took so long. You know, I mean, these files came out. You have to understand. I mean, these files came out to compress files. That weren't that, I mean, megs in size, but megs in size back in 1999 would take you a day and a half to load. So I remember downloading Nintendo 64 games. The ROMs? The ROMs yeah. for them, and it would be like 20 megs, and it would literally take me like five hours. Yeah, you'd walk away and come back. You'd just be like, I guess I'll be back later. <laughs> so they had a lot of systems that were already supporting these, but a lot of those systems weren't as popular as Windows was in being, you know... Windows? Yeah, just They're be- just like double birds, too. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. supporting that. You yeah. can't make me. Plus there was, you know, WinRAR, and WinRAR was the, was the go-to tool for, you know, dealing with these files and working with them. Mm-hmm. And it was 
it was freeware that barked at you a lot. Mm-hmm. Going, hey, you know, if you enjoy this product, please pay such and such. The developers that work really hard on this, and we're like, bull crap, I'm poor. <laughs> I think Don paid for it, didn't he? He probably he did. did. He, he, did he pay for yeah, it? Yeah, you know, Don. He he had a butler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he uh he did even though he couldn't be here today he did uh provide a little bit of his his opinion his input on this. Well, Devel- did he really? Yeah, he said, yeah, he uh, paid for. It. I like what this guy said. He goes, "I've been saying no and seeing how fast I can open a RAR file for the last 30 years <laughs> so I don't have to pay for it." I just stopped using so I stopped using Windows as my main operating system probably around 99 2000. Okay. Yeah, sure. That's when I was like, "What's this Linux thing?" Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, or, so you were you a Slackware? I used Slackware for quite some time. Yeah. That was my go-to. I started off on Red Hat because that's what somebody handed me, and I was like, "What's this?" Yeah. He's like, "Get it installed. I'll be impressed." Like <laughs> an hour later, I'm like, "What else you got, bro?" Yeah. He's like, "Okay." See, I you know I, I still seen a good explanation of Linux, Windows, and Mac, and it was just in a meme. Right, the the Mac was <laughs> was a tricycle with light, nice little streamers coming off of it, you know, and it said enjoy enjoy your training wheels. Yeah. Works really good, but enjoy your training wheels. The Windows machine was a GSS GSXR motorcycle, Jixer, Jixer, and it said, you know, has the That's ability to be very powerful, but can also take you out in a heartbeat or something, oh, you yeah. crash and burn in a heartbeat. And then it showed Linux, and it was the same GSXR. In pieces. In pieces. And says, here's your operating yeah. system. Put your, Figure put your, it out. Build it. Put your dream bike together. So while you don't have some of the limitations and you can do that in Linux, people in Windows were using Windows because mm. they didn't care about what they needed to do to get an operating system running, so it became very popular. If I can pay somebody rather than having to figure it out, or if you can be like this guy and just click no for 30 years and still <laughs> use the software, yeah. right? Uh, Don put it, you made, made mention of something one time. I remember very early on with ever working with Don, you know, I was working in a Windows machine. You and Don are Linux guys, so you know this. You realize that nothing happens by magic. I was brand new. I'm thinking, oh, it's a driver. If I just had the drivers, he's like, nothing happens by magic. You can make it work. Yeah. You just have to figure it out. Well, I would say things like WinRAR are for people who didn't want to figure it out. Don described it in his uh, in his little note that he left for us. Uh, developed by the Russians and used almost exclusively for distributing bootleg software. Is this true? I, I just I said I was downloading I ROMs. I can't interpret his sarcasm through text, so I'm not so sure. Hopefully, if there's he's a statute of limitations on like, pirating ROMs. That was like I said, like in the 90s. <laughs> so the NES Corporation, he was saying theoretically and figuratively, right. any resemblance was just by mere chance. That's true. That's yeah. true. I did it in Mexico. Completely coincidental. <laughs> Completely coincidental. He wasn't getting ROMs. He was getting RONs. Yeah, RONs. <laughs> Those N64 RONs were amazing. <laughs> yeah, just tune into Technado every week and hear us confess to crimes and give away our personal yeah, information. Yeah. You can't find that anywhere else. So so just to wrap up our, our little segment here that we've got on Microsoft Build for this week, we've got an article from Petri. It says... Uh, I think that's Petri, right? Yeah. Microsoft lets users boot Windows 11 devices straight into mm. Windows 365 cloud PCs. So it's going to let users log directly into their PCs, their cloud PCs at startup rather than the local install of Windows 11, right? So who benefits from this? Who is this for? 
Well, Microsoft. You push button, you push the power, and they let you boot right into their you bank p- account. You push button. <laughs> <laughs> so, so essentially what this is, and I'm having to, we're getting ready to do some uh, endpoint administration, and this is more of the newer mindset of Microsoft with endpoint administration. If we can manage it in the cloud, we don't have to have the hands-on break-fix technician, and you can do it for a subscription-based service, well, then you can have your PC, your organization can have their PC managed basically on somebody else's network all the benefits that we see of the cloud. And it's all subscription-based. Uh, and um, I've got some here to give you an idea uh, wherever I put that. So we, we were looking at it a little bit earlier, and you can't I can't mm-hmm. seem to find the article right here now. We've but only got 6,000. Yeah. Over. I was going to so, say, you've got a lot right, going on yeah. over there. So Two wh- hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Give me just a second. You said that three dunes yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. I've got nothing left. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just more of that that modern endpoint administrator uh, that, hey, you know, if, if to, to back to your point, you know, the VDI infrastructure of yesteryear that allowed you to control non-persistent or persistent if you had the infrastructure. Now you can just provision it and literally a click of a button inside of the Intune interface. I can say, Dan gets uh, Windows 11 enterprise license, and he also, we're going to attach a Microsoft 365 license to it. Push button, you log in through a web browser, which any machine has, and now you have access to a full-blown desktop that's completely controlled by the administrators. And uh, if they don't need it anymore, we don't have to worry about backups to the cloud or restoring your apps like we were talking about at the beginning of the segment. Back to Dan's point, push a button. Everything's reset. You log back in, non-persistent data. If you want persistent information, you connect it to its storage account on the back end. Hmm. You have a function that pushes all their information over there. They log out. You want to, again, do you want it to be persistent across reboots or do you want it to be refreshed every time? Right. So all, all at the end of the day for, you know, I think we were looking at like the smallest instance uh, was 28 bucks a month. Uh, and that is a two virtual CPU, um, four gigs of RAM, 64 gigs of storage. And I know people would be like, 64 gigs of storage, that's not a lot. Well, everything's in the cloud. Right. You're going to have a storage account. And you're, you know, I mean, you're going to use some of the things that we used to use on-prem in a cloud-based, you know, nature today, right? Folder redirection, you know, policies, administrative units, we can control things on the back end that way. But ultimately, at the end of the day, we don't have to have, you know, stacks and stacks. And I'm sure what you guys had to deal with back in the days when you were doing, you know, like deploying computers, you don't have to worry about, oh, now we've got all these computers. Where do we store them? Now we've got these computers that we have to sanitize, you know? So it eliminates a lot of that stuff. Man, sanitizing is kind of fun, though. Oh, man. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, target everybody needs target practice. Yeah, like, so we had this big like it was basically like a, uh, a hydraulic uh, jack, like a car jack, but it was built with like a, an axe blade, and so you would put the drive in and you, would oh man, and just like cut right through it. Really, yeah, just cut it right in half. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you haven't seen some videos on data eradication, yeah. it is great. Thermite. Oh man, the shredders! Oh, the shredders down to potion stamps, like literally just yeah. you turn full up. servers thrown right. in. Throwing it turns it into confetti. Yeah, potion huh. stamp like metal confetti. Yes. Interesting. Oh yeah. yeah. And they go it's yeah. kind of badass. Yeah, yeah, when you're and you're when you're doing things like FIPS and stuff like that, like they will like the, the stuff that you bring in will be boxed in like one of those car crushers mm-hmm. and you will you'll get it like a certificate of authenticity for destruction of your data. Right. Huh. It's very important. Oh, so. don't mess around. But, you know, again, back to Office 365, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah. 
oh man, I missed the days. So I think my one of my first IT jobs, I worked for a hospital, and they were like, you know, we got a bunch of old drives we got to uh, get rid of, and they were like, okay, how do we do that? And they're like, there's some hammers down in the mm-hmm. in the loading dock. Get to work, and we're out there like Thor and Mjolnir, right? <laughs> Just crushing these things and it was like so catharsic cathartic and fun you say people pay to do to that just now. yeah bash these things to bits it's an anger room yeah it is yeah like a rage room yeah. Yeah. it's a rage room that's yeah. it that's crazy yeah one of the people that i was working with or the students along with me when i was taking technical courses for the first time uh had a friend that was in law enforcement and they used to take him out and they'd hit him with target practice yeah that'll do the trick like you know i still like thermite thermite will do it in generation burns it like between three and five thousand degrees so it just literally melts hmm. everything into wow. nothing maybe i should maybe you should get into data destru- destruction that's, oh, that's a lot oh, yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well yeah. you have a bad day at the office more you can let off you some, just yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah listen you can no take, such thing as a bad day at the a, office no i guess not take a coffee can of thermite stick it on top of a, like a car the hood of a car and light it and it'll burn all the way through the engine block mm-hmm. huh yeah you speak from experience I'm not saying. <laughs> nope. Plausible deniability. I thought we were confessing to crimes on this episode of Technito. That, that has been done already. Okay. Oh, you only get one. Okay. Yeah. What's your crime? You checked off the, the bingo yeah, You haven't already. done that yet. What have you done? My crime? Ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> That's my crime. <laughs> if only. Uh, if only. Oh, the blissful nature of ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I had kind of asked like, what the use case would be for this, who would benefit from this. And they, they do mention in the article this would be a good solution for shared devices. So like... You have a u- unique user identity. You go to your own personal secure cloud PC. You don't have to worry about it because mm-hmm. it goes. You go there straight from you know booting up. So mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense if you've got a shared device. But like here, like that's not something that we do. Like this is my PC. It's what I use when I come into work every day. Nobody else touches it. But mm-hmm. if I was having to share it with somebody, yeah, that might be that might be kind of useful. Might make me feel a little bit safer and more a little better about having to share that device with somebody. Yeah, it's just another option because they also have Windows kiosk mode deployment too that works True. much like kiosks too. So, you know, it's just a different way that you, but again, that's still a physical device, you know, that's that true. kiosk mode versus what you're talking about. We could do all virtually and literally set them up on a little $100 Chromebook because the only thing they need is the web browser. Mm. Oh, yep. I probably should say on a little Surface device with the Edge browser. <laughs> <laughs> So lots of stuff that uh, it sounds like that came out here this this year at Microsoft Build. This was a conference that I was not familiar with. So kind of neat to, to hear all this. It's really stuff. dumb. <laughs> I don't know. It's really dumb. Okay. Lots of reading required. I said it's kind of like yeah, the Apple, no. you know, yeah. Apple's yeah, yeah. WW, what do they call it? Apple, the Worldwide yeah. Apple Conference. Yeah. I think it's WWAC yeah. a- a- or something like that. It's Man, Microsoft. I really wish I cared. Yeah. <laughs> Dan was snoozing in the background. You yeah. didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? Yeah, I fell asleep five seconds into this conversation. I've, I've tried to tell a lot of you. I'm very pragmatic when it comes to this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, sure. if it's not something I need to know about, that's true. I don't yeah. learn about it. Well, <laughs> you think about what we do. We're constantly stuffing our brains full of stuff that we do need to know. At a only certain got time. Point. Yeah, you only got so yeah. much room. Why would you waste the brain? The brain real estate. Yeah, you stuff. start putting and some it, things in. You've got to start deleting others. The, the older you get, the less my body space starts doing it for yeah, me. <laughs> the real estate is not free. Oh, that's so, right. So, so those are some highlights out of Microsoft Build for this year. That is going to wrap up our uh, first half of TechNado. We will be back in just a few minutes with some security news. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Some security news. We've got a couple articles. We're going to go into some segments. Um, so, hope you enjoyed this Microsoft Build summary that we did. And we'll be right back with more Technado. 
Tired of trying to schedule your team's time around in-person learning? Isn't it a bummer to spend thousands of dollars on travel for professional development? What if we said you can save money and time and still provide your team with the best training possible? The answer to your woes is live online training from ACI Learning. With live online training, we provide our top in-person courses in private, online, instructor-led formats. You get to provide professional development in a manner that fits today's expectations. Entertaining, convenient, and effective. Our exam-aligned courses inspire the full potential of your team. Visit virtual instructor-led training at ACI Learning for more info. Welcome back for the second half of TechNATO. We're going to be getting into some security news in the second half. We've got a couple articles we're going to go into. And we'll start with a, a classic segment, a beloved segment called Don't! Do re mi fa so la ti do so don't! I'm glad that got a dad chuckle out of us. I, I, you know, I'm, I was going to make fun of you and then you nailed the dough. Thank you. I know, it did and pretty I wasn't, good. Thank you. I wasn't able to at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Watch your back, Daniel. Anyway, so this article. I can't see my back. <laughs> Invest in a mirror. Yeah. Get yourself oh, a now rear view mirror. Now he's going to be in the corner spinning around for a half hour. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to bite my elbow. <laughs> a dog having a seizure. That's great. That's right. So this article also comes to us from The Verge. It says, Microsoft Surface Pro X cameras have stopped working for everyone. So I guess it wasn't immediately obvious what caused this issue, and I don't think Microsoft has officially said anything about it yet, but somebody... Is it an issue? I mean, we don't have to go to Zoom meetings? And stuff, right? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> man, I'm sorry, the camera just... I can't, I can't help you. Microsoft thing, man. What do you want me to do? You'll just have to trust that I'm paying attention. <laughs> so it wasn't, they, they haven't said anything officially, I don't think, about it. But somebody found a workaround where you can, I guess, go back to just the previous update or whatever. The pre and, and that seems to fix it. So it sounds like the problem might be related to some kind of an expired certificate. Maybe. That's like the hypothesis that people have right now. Thoughts? It's definitely concerns? a driver's issue. And usually when it's a driver's issue, if the driver itself isn't corrupted, it's the signature on the driver that might be causing an issue. But I don't know why... Honestly, just what makes them think it's a certificate issue necessarily? Like right, the drivers can the, be corrupted in a multitude of different ways. Right, just because a signature is not valid, it just it would trigger the UAC to say, "Hey, I just I can't recognize this." Right, doesn't actually mean the code in it's bad. Uh, yeah, so they're saying that it's it's affecting ARM some of their ARM based processors, which any of you know a lot of surfaces are ARM based uh so all four of you <laughs> right, all four of you that's right so the qualcomm which uh it's interesting because i've got this in my android phone uh the qualcomm 8cx g or gen 2 not g2 gen 2 uh gen 1 and gen 2 and then microsoft's um flagship arm processor it looks like both generations sq1 and sq2 are being affected. Uh, I'm, I'm just pulling up another article that linked hmm. out to the uh, you know, the uh, Microsoft Health. I am at uh, release status, and it looks like the article is Windows 11, 22H2, even though we're looking for 23H2 to come out soon. Um, so it looks like you're, yeah, you're right. It says that they deployed a critical troubleshooter, but here's the interesting thing. You can't manually run this. Um, from what it's saying, the workaround here. So yeah. let me quote the article. Microsoft is deploying a critical troubleshooter to mitigate the issue on most affected Windows devices. Troubleshooters are applied automatically and cannot be run manually. For more information about this, see a hyperlink. And it says, to check if the troubleshoot troubleshooter has been applied, look for the following in the troubleshooter history. It says, look for hardware and devices troubleshooter. Then another line that says, automatically change system settings to fix a problem on your device. To mitigate these issues on managed devices where the troubleshooters are dis disabled by your organization, you have to make them, allow them to enable the, the camera for this workaround to work. Hmm. 
Okay. See, if I had a Surface Pro X, I could just go test it myself, but yeah. I don't. <laughs> I have no plans to use one, so. Yeah. Yeah. You're but listening, Don, you know, for uh, research purposes. <laughs> I need Surface yeah, Pro you know. Xs. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, I'll, I'll expense it. It's fine. Yeah, I don't yeah. want No, I have no plans to, to use it. So I guess, for me, this is not really relevant, but I think that... Uh, most of the stuff isn't really relevant because, <laughs> like, we'll do Linux stuff, and because I, I'm not, I don't run Linux. It's it's stuff that I need to know and it's interesting to learn about, but it's not immediately applicable to my everyday life. So because right, mm-hmm. you don't run it, because I don't run you're it, you're running exactly. Windows. Exactly, I am. Right but now that Surface Pro, oh, that's not a Surface Pro. Never mind. <laughs> so, this is not a Surface Pro. You are correct. What gave it away? This is not a Surface Pro. The Lenovo Surface Pro. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, the the workaround that, that somebody found of, as far as rolling the date back to what is May twenty second, um, that makes the camera work again. But that causes a whole host of other issues. So is it really worth it just for a working camera? When you don't have a working right. camera, you and can miss your you Zoom have meetings. like a legit reason to not go to Zoom meetings. Yeah, just saying. besides just I don't wanna. Yeah, because that's not legitimate. Yeah, or to go man, if you get me some non janky. ARM-based yeah. Surface Pro, maybe <laughs> hook me up with, you know, a Lenovo Surface Pro instead. That would be great. This is really your fault. Yeah, this I mean, is really a you. Problem. How do you not see this coming? And th- well, this issue, I mean, this comes up in the middle of Microsoft Build, which I know we just spent like forty-five minutes talking about. So I it's won't been be. quite Microsoft today. <laughs> it's it? Microsoft. Yeah, it's been Microsoft yeah. today. Soft show today, but uh, but micro. <laughs> yeah. As in micro. Dirty jobs. Dirty jobs. Okay. Yeah, it took me a second. I thought you were going to go the my cocaine that direction with it for a second, but you didn't. So this comes in the middle of Microsoft Build. So it'll be interesting to see if Microsoft addresses it or, I mean, I'm sure they will eventually, but if they say anything or what what fix they offer, um, because I'm sure they wouldn't recommend just rolling back to a previous day because it's not not really secure, is it? It can't be. I mean, mean, obviously, if they have an update, those updates were meant to fix security issues. They may or may not be security issues. True. But if you roll back, and then if we are talking about certificates, maybe the rollback has an older certificate, and now you're working with an expired certificate, that could be an issue, right? There's a, just a bunch of different weird ways. Like Ultimately, what Microsoft needs to do is get the heck on this. Have they released a, an update to their update yet? Have they did they fixed this problem? Do we know? No, it has to. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at its site. It says they're just deploying the critical troubleshooter. To go, oh man, this looks like it sucks for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, man. Well, I, I think know, I could tell by the fact that the dang uh, camera wasn't working. Yeah. Well, that was one of the reasons I never upgraded to a Pixel. Yeah. Because I took an upgrade on, but way back in the Pixel Three, I took an upgrade and it broke my camera. And they said, "Yeah, we're we're aware of that, but there's nothing we can do." I said, "Okay, what I can do is go back to Samsung." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, All obviously, their stuff does is explode. Right. Yeah. It just get, well, it's a it's a pocket warmer. Yeah, that's right. Keeps you saw, keeps you warm on flights. I saw a video of somebody that left their phone in their jeans or whatever, and they put it in a dryer at a laundromat. It was like a bomb went off. Oh, yeah. Blew the front of the washer yeah. right off. Not only that, but the windows in yeah. the front of the... Uh, blow them all out. I didn't know that was a phone. I seen Bruh, that I seen that come across. I couldn't believe... I was like, wow. I thought they had like Maybe a, it was a like, battery bank or something. Or something, yeah. yeah. Well, I it, when, initially when I looked at it, I thought it was like somebody had like, a, you know, the smokeless vapes or yeah, something yeah, yeah. in their pocket and it exploded. Well, I mean, they all have batteries in them, right? Yeah. So something with a battery. Okay. And I couldn't believe... Like I, I used to make kind of fun of the fact that people were like, "Oh, the notes are, are exploding or getting hot, starting mm-hmm. fires," and I'm like, "They probably just get really hot and you know burn you or whatever." Yeah, that's a big deal, but it's not, right. You act like it's gonna take a plane down. <laughs> it absolutely very well may take a plane down. Like <laughs> those things are crazy. 
I couldn't believe that video on how big the explosion was off of mm-hmm. that thing. And if it was, I mean, they let they let's take they let's take a battery bank on the plane. I had two of them so. on my yeah. last flight to California. Yeah. So there you go. You gotta be careful. It could take a plane down. Yeah, you better watch out, man. Drax them clowns. That's yeah, right. <laughs> right. 3D printer, oh, baby. I want to talk about them Terry's. That's right. <laughs> You're gonna Drax them. That's all I'm gonna be able to think about now the rest yeah. of the episode. Thank That's you, awesome. Key and Peel, for your. You are welcome. Amazing. G- give Dominic. them credit where credit's due. Yeah. So other than that, um, the troubleshooter that they that they deployed, which that this was an update from the Verge, just. Uh, last night i think that they released that said they fixed the surface pro x cameras fixed them yeah the image quality's crap basically until there's an actual real fix but it's you know for the time being i guess it works if you happen to use a surface pro x and need your camera that badly according to this article microsoft says they cannot guarantee that these problems are solved (laughs) sweet (laughs) we accept no responsibility stop asking us questions leave us alone would you like to buy a surface pro tablet for the low low price of your data (laughs) (laughs) What month were you born in again? Yeah. yeah. So a little bit more on the um, what I think is uh, a little more entertaining. I love the articles that have to do with like a uh, cybercrime, just mm-hmm. because I think it's interesting. Because you're a criminal. Spe- <laughs> you're you're a closet criminal. This- you wish you could do crime, but if it but the problem is it's illegal. I don't have <laughs> like that's the feeling I get from Sophia. I don't have the mental fortitude, like the the bravery and the courage to do it. That's what's missing. I totally have the space right. for it. It's, totally. Well, I was going to go with like the uh, character. <laughs> But oh, yeah. no, dude, I'm a yeah. trash person. No, see, like I said, you are a criminal that's too afraid to do crime. I'm just, I'm, yeah, I have a deep fear in my heart of authority. Right. Of prison. So, <laughs> so this next article has to do with that, and it's part of a segment that we call Behind Bars. And just to clarify, prison bars, not like a bar where they make you a... Shirley Temple. So this article, they make me a Shirley Temple. That's what I get at the bar. So this article comes to us from the register. It says, IT security analyst admits hijacking cyber attack to pocket ransom payments. So this dude didn't even, he didn't even launch the attack. It's not like he's the one that went to the effort to, he just was like, oh, this is already happening. Let me just see if I can slide my payment details in there. Maybe I can get some of that money that they're trying to, and he got nothing from it. I don't think. He gets jail. <laughs> yeah. he gets jail. You're right. Yeah. What? That's the prize he got out of that say, cereal he got box. Nothing. You tell him he walked out with nothing. Yeah, that's what he gets for buying the the generic cereal. He that's gets a crappy right. prize at the bottom of the box. He gets jail time. Yep. So so he was a, a former IT security analyst at Oxford Biomedica, and admitted five years after the fact to turning to the dark side by hijacking a cyber attack against his own company, and trying to divert the ransom payments to himself, and failing. He failed. He's like, I've been trying to ransomware this place for forever. <laughs> Finally, somebody else got to it. Now I'll just insert myself. Because, like you said, that's exactly what he did. He was like, "Oh, we we're under attack." Now seems like a good opportunity for slipstream yourself in. Yeah. yeah. Instead of this Bitcoin wallet, why don't you send it to this Bitcoin wallet? Yeah. Clearly, didn't work out for him. He waited for somebody else to do the hard part, and yeah. then he decided he would just kind of, kind of slide it. And he's, he's, uh, they listed like where he's from and stuff, and it's like the most British sounding name ever. It's yeah. He's of Letchworth Garden City in Hertfordshire, England, <laughs> which to me, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. I'm butchering that. So sorry if you're in the UK, but it just is funny. It's, it's a very English sounding name to me. Um, but he, yeah, he pleaded guilty and yeah, he going to jail. He's he going to face some hard time. Isn't having a lech over there like not a good thing? Lech. Like where you're like. <laughs> I don't know. You, now I'm you curious. You are like leering at women is what leching is. When I mistaken. when I look it up, it says it's derogatory and informal. Yeah, it says lech definition, a lecher, 
<laughs> she tells me nothing. Nailed it. Man, that really cleared things up, didn't it? Redundancy. <laughs> and that Say tells redundancy. Me. And then yeah. I click on that, and it says, a lecherous man. Cool. Having or showing excess. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm not going to read it, but yeah. yes, you are correct. Just Google it. You yeah. have, you have access. Yeah, and that's what, and they're, they're in Letchworth Garden. They are the in heck is Letchworth going on Garden in City. Place? <laughs> are they surprised that <laughs> that's the whole garden? Come to the Letchworth Garden, man. He is uh, like, jeez. <laughs> they, they shouldn't be surprised. That's where this guy's from, right? So, this is he, the company was hacked. The security guy decided to take advantage of it. Creative, at the very least. I'll give him that. You know, a crime of opportunity. Work, yeah, work smarter, not harder. That's right. Not, uh, this just is screaming Leo gets all over it. <laughs> Whatever you need, Leo gets. Yes, well, he, <laughs> you think about it, right? He's already dealing with right. uh, He was laundering money. Yeah, and he's like, who's going to miss a few thousand dollars Apparently here Apparently they did. Apparently they did, yeah. yeah. Apparently they've seen it too, and now People this guy's going to jail. I love the look on your face because she's like, I have no idea what this. Should is. I know who Leo Getz is? <laughs> it's from Lethal Weapon two and three and four. Okay. Yeah. Now, this now you've got homework. Joe Pesci. Okay. Joe Pesci. Yeah. Okay. Homework. Maybe got I should homework. watch that. You never go through the drive-through because you know why? You know what they do in the drive-through? Yeah, I can't say what they do in the drive-through, but they don't get it right. Let's <laughs> no, just yeah. put it that way. Yeah, and you <laughs> get Always. to suffer. That's right. Yeah, from them suffer. not getting it right in the drive-through. Yep, they suffer you at the drive-thru. They suffer you at the drive-thru right. every time. I thought we were going to get through a whole episode without a reference to a movie that I didn't understand. And yes! My hopes Score. my hopes were dashed to yeah, pieces. Yeah. So that's, that's never going to happen. <laughs> I'll add it to the list, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't usually get them in here between Dan and between uh, Don as well, so very interesting. Yeah, he's... <laughs> There's a giant crow... Oh really? We're listening to this <laughs> this bird out there. He just oh, yeah. slid off the screen for a second. Dan had to go investigate. What people for don't us. realize like, is that is there's there's a mirror image on some of these windows, and the birds see themselves. And I think it's a yeah. Uses the yeah. Thing. Let's They're fight! Like, oh, let's fight! Let's yeah. bring it on! He wasn't no, he's, this. he wasn't angry. He just he saw an attractive looking man. Thought yeah, he'd go up and say hi. That's hey. all. Hey, it was like Round a, a good looking yeah. guy. Fight. So Don Don provided some of his uh, some of his input on this one no as well. No one cares. He said, <laughs> "Don, if you're watching, I cares." Okay. So Don uh, said, hey, hey, "You got a little, little something." Okay. Oh, there. I grab yeah. that. It's a little brown there. Yeah. It's I, the man. The man gives the man pays me to be here. So pays I'm me too. Tell what's up. So Don says, uh, "It's kind of like a middle ground between scumbag ransomware attacker, like normal, and scumbag extortionist, which y'all talked about, I think, a few weeks ago in the Ubiquity incident. I don't think yeah. I was here for that one, yeah. but there was a discussion about that. Apparently, so I'm so I'm hearing that crow is really going. <laughs> he's going angry. ham out there. He is going hard. Very angry. <laughs> we should invite him in, have him be a guest, yeah. a guest host on the show. So we're crow man, we're like two steps from an Alfred Hitchcock movie here. I don't know how this ends, but I don't oh, know that I'll be coming back yeah. next week. He's got. Ends. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Happened to Wes? Well, you see, the crow is poking his eyes out. Right yeah. now. There's a reason they call it a murder. That's yeah. yes, that a is. murder yeah, of crows. Right. That's yeah, right. It's true. <laughs> so, like I said, he he uh, for years denied this. Despite 2018. there was evidence, like they're like, you clearly did this. And then finally he cracked last week in court. <laughs> it was like, okay, it's like the, maybe I there, did it. There was a kids in the hall sketch one time where they're like, so Mr. Smith, it seems like you had murdered your coworker. And he's like, he's got like a coffee cup. He's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> like, well, we have evidence right here. This is the, the, of you, you wrote a note that said I killed Bob. And he's like, I didn't write that. <laughs> it's just like, 
And, and the guy just keeps getting you know, he just keeps, very frustrated. No, no, no yeah. it wasn't me. Yeah. You got the wrong guy. This video shows you. They like <laughs> That's a different person. <laughs> <laughs> the camera lies. Yeah. They they figured out that the unauthorized he was he was accessing, I think, the emails of of a board member like hundreds of times. Un- yeah. If he was smart, he would have said that's a deep fake. <laughs> right. This is all AI generated, man. You can't prove. <laughs> You can't. You can't prove anything. That's right. Hackers it's the robots. broke into my. It's a frame job. It's, <laughs> they they like swooped the property. They like seized all of his stuff, all his devices, and he tried to wipe the stuff, and obviously it didn't work. Still, it just seems like the evidence was piling against him, mounting up against him. And dude really held on for dear life to that. I'm not guilty. I didn't do it. You see, there's this thing called prison. <laughs> a lot of people don't want to go. And if the yeah. ship is sinking, you will stay on that ship yeah. as long as you can before you jump. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. what he was doing. See, I'm the kind of kid that, like, all my mom had to do was be like, well, I already know. I already know what happened, so you might like, as well just tell me. And it, Fine, that, that, would, be, that would be enough for me to, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I would immediately <laughs> crack. I would immediately break. So, I, yeah, you're right. I don't have what it takes to be a cyber criminal. Yeah. So. She's... Definitely doesn't have the wherewithal. You would crack under pressure. I would crack under the pressure. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I, I feel like you you guys would probably do a little bit better in that field. I don't I know. You got to have some pretty good steel nerves when it comes to certain things that you encounter. And Listen, when they get people to tell you that, oh, yes, I murdered him, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> they, they, I, somebody that actually killed somebody, and they're like, yeah, I did it. Those those cops know how to get it out of you. Yes, they Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You might I've hold s- out longer, but they're still going to get you. I've seen enough Law & Order. I know how this that's works. Right. I'm kind of an expert. So this, it sounds, I mean, this is not something that I've ever read an article on before. Like, I mean, I haven't been with the show that long. Have y'all ever covered something like this before where somebody was just kind of like, let me just sneak in here. Not slipstreaming in them. Yeah. It's been, you know, the obvious ransomware. It hits this school or hits this county. or Insider threat. Right. Normal. Like, yeah, he's obviously an insider threat, but not like in this way. I've never seen anybody like piggyback on another attack like that. Interesting. They just launched their own attacks. Or a compromised account. It's yeah. Not actually, the person. I'm not saying it's never it. happened or anything like that. Right. It's just, I don't think we've covered it on the Technado. Interesting. Yeah. So, this is a new one for us. That's cool. Yeah. I feel like I'm part of a historic moment here. It's and a watershed. It's <laughs> 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 and I got to give him credit. It's uh, creative. He's trying to work smarter, not harder. So, if he's watching, creative. He's not watching because he's in prison. Enjoy but prison. <laughs> enjoy prison. Orange is a good color for you. Yeah. Do they not do worth. orange over there? What are they doing? I don't know. I don't pay attention Let's to what goes worth. on overseas. I don't pay attention to their criminal justice system. <laughs> <laughs> I know all I know is the barristers get to wear those <laughs> wigs. Right? All I know is uh, bobbies, I think. Oh, yeah. They still call their cops bobbies? Bobbies, yeah. Okay, that, that's literally all I know. That's the only information that I have. So. Did you say cops? Police officers. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you know why they call them cops? No. It's because their badge used to be made of copper. Ah. Uh, hey, copper. You'll never catch never me. never take me yeah, alive, yeah. copper. Okay. I learned so much every week on this show, and half of it doesn't even have to do with technology. So who cares about I cons- technology? I consider that. Let's just call the random NATO. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tornado because it's yeah. just a vortex yeah, of terror every stuff. time you tune in. Randonado. Yeah. <laughs> Randonado. <laughs> well, Technado, it not tornado. Technado is sponsored by ACI Learning, the people behind IT Pro. So if you're listening from the Technado website, look for that sponsored by button. You can click that to go to the IT Pro website. And if you want to support the podcast, check out those courses. You can use the promo code Technado30, get a discount on your IT Pro membership, and uh, that's our day job. So you might even see Wes and Daniel and I on some of those shows. It's pretty cool. You should check it out. You can also check out ACI Learning's live webinars and live on social events. If you missed last week's, myself and Jerry Osier of Simply Cyber got to chat for a little bit. You can check that out on ACI Learning's YouTube channel. And um, there's one a week prior with 
Daniel Lowry and Naomi Buckwalter got to talk about some cybersecurity stuff. And that was pretty cool, too. So if you miss any of those, just go to the YouTube channel. They will live there. You can watch them after the fact. And lastly, ACI Learning will have some folks heading to the NICE conference and expo in Seattle from June 5th to 7th. So that'll be next week. If you're in that area, stop by and say, hey, they will be at booth 14. Talk to them about uh, leveling up your cybersecurity training. I think that's pretty much all I got, unless there's anything I'm forgetting or any parting words of wisdom you want to you want to give to the people besides my personal information, Daniel. No. Great. Great. <laughs> so, so hard to find good help these days. Thank you for joining us <laughs> for another episode of Technado. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>